You're listening to the All Sport Breakfast Podcast with Darcy Waltergrave from Newstalk ZB. And we know the rugby season is on in the All Sport Breakfast because Tony Johnson gets on the telephone. Good morning to you, TJ. I trust you well. <laughs> hey, Darcy. How are you, mate? No, I'm, I'm very good and looking forward. It's only, what, a couple of weeks away before the, all the action in Super Rugby. And it's nice having a break because it actually warms you up for it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've made, I, I won't lie. I've had a great summer. Um, and of course, with you know the World Cup ending things, just a little bit earlier in the year, it's been a it's been a good break from rugby. But suddenly, it's all upon us, isn't it? We've got the Six Nations firing up. Uh, we've got some preseason games this weekend with more than just your sort of average preseason look about them. And then uh, you know, back in, in a couple of weeks' time, kick off in, in Super Rugby and. And, a, you know, big year, year of change ahead, I suppose, in, in New Zealand rugby. So, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's plenty to, to look forward to. Well, I think it's exciting because normally people will put their 100 bucks like, you know, Phil Gifford on the Crusaders and they'd win it. But this year it's distinctly different. I think everybody believes they're in with a starter's chance of, of getting it done. So let's look at the preseason games. We've got three key ones coming up. Uh, the Blues are taking on uh, the Tokyo Sun Goliaths. I get confused with the names. They go so big so long. Well, what's in it for that game? What do you think? Well, the thing about pre-season games from a New Zealand perspective, normally, you know, it's just shake a bit of rust out. Uh, you won't have, obviously, um, some of the All Blacks there. Although, ironically, um, while our All Blacks are resting, Sam Kane's been playing and playing very well, by all accounts, for uh, Sun Goliath uh, over there. Um, and they've got some other um, big names in their squad. I haven't actually seen the team, but Nico Sanchez from Argentina, Cheslin Colby, the brilliant South African, they also play um, for this Tokyo club. Um, but for the Blues, also, it's their first big outing under new coach Vern Cotter. Uh, he's handed the captaincy back to Patrick Tuipilotu. Uh, it's, he's named a strong forward pack. Uh, back looks like backline looks. It, it's a, more of a um, just opportunities for players. But you know, I, I think this is a great initiative having these games in Japan um, because I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that there's some sort of future. This is the embryonic stages of, of of something further down the track. So to me, there is just a bit more interest than you would normally have in in what's labelled a preseason game. Right, the Crusaders are bucking the trend. They've gone to the other side of the world. They're taking on Munster. Curious. Well, I, I, it's a brilliant uh, initiative, this. They've got two games over there. They've got another game, I think, that it'll be next Saturday, more about this time next week. Um, but this this Munster game, even though Munster have got, obviously, players out with Ireland duty and they've got a few injuries, unfortunately, uh, Ollie Jaeger won't be able to play against his old teammates. Mate, they've sold the place out. There's over 40,000 been sold for this game. So, you know, that that that, that is huge. Uh, and, and again, it's just good on them for having the initiative to go and do this. Uh, of course, under new management as well, uh, significantly, the Crusaders. And look, to me, there's a couple of players that, you know, I'm going to be really looking forward to watching, um, you know, right from the off. Obviously, Lee Halfpenny is coming into the Crusaders Um very experienced player, the Welsh international. Some people might raise the eyebrows about that, but his experience will be valuable, invaluable, I should say. Levi Almoa, of course, he's made the switch from Moana Pacifica. But the guy to me who, who I really am keen to, to, to see firing it up and hopefully getting a, a full, healthy season is, is Dominic Gardner, because to me it's a ma- only a matter of time before he becomes an all-black, and I think he could become a very good one. So that's that. And we've got a third game as well, and this is the one that you've actually got the mic for, and it's great to know that you're going to be on board with that magic mouth yours, Tony Johnson. Uh, the Chiefs are uh, up against the Wild Knights. Yeah, and, and I tell you what, if... <laughs> If you wanted a nice, easy game just to sort of 
dust things off. I think you've gone to the wrong place playing these guys. The uh, Saitama Wild Knights, they're known as now. It's part of this sort of move that they've got in Japan where traditionally the teams have been linked to, uh, you know, the factory, the, the industrial giant or electronics giant or, or whoever. Um, and so they were Panasonic. But now they're Saitama Wild Knights. Uh, they're trying to sort of align them more with their region uh, rather than the, their, you know, their benefactors. But they have been absolutely going rampant. I, you know, every single game they have scored more than 40 points. I think their narrowest margin was 43-27. They've um, hit, uh, what, 81-70-53 in three of their games. So so they are firing. Um, big forward pack, Lud Yaga, um, big uh, springbok. Um, uh, Lachlan Boshia, who'll be running out against his brother, um, by all accounts, Marika Korembeti. Uh, apparently... Um, Liam Mitchell, the uh, young lad, uh, the lock from Manawatu, is playing very, very well for them as well. So they're a really strong team. And, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs, I mean, yes, it's a pre-season game, but they, they, won't, want to, uh, they won't want to leave town with red faces. So they'll, they'll have to hit the ground running if they, if they want to have a good um, result against uh, this Wild Knights team, coached, of course, by Robbie Deans. Hey, one last thing, TJ, before we let you go, because uh, later on this morning, Six Nations is on, France are taking on Ireland. Where does the energy sit with this particular tournament? Oh, it's going to be fascinating because we keep hearing now that the strength of world rugby is in the Northern Hemisphere. It doesn't get reflected in the World Cup results, but that's what they keep <laughs> telling us. But there's no question that the Six Nations is a great tournament. It's the best out, outside of the World Cup. Um, it, it is the best the best thing in international rugby uh, at, at the moment because, you know, the, the, the strength across the board where, where France, uh, who, who will... You know, you'd think um, come out firing after their, well, their failure at the World Cup. Uh, you know, I don't think there's any getting away from it. They had everything going for them at the World Cup, um, and and you know they they didn't take that opportunity. So they'll be looking for some redemption. Ireland, of course, who like the bloke and Greek Greek. Um, legend rolling the stone up the hill well you know they they stubbed their toe on the on the first tree trunk you know halfway up as usual at the world cup and so they've got a bit to play for look it's a it's a humdinger of a game to get things underway but you know england as well scotland can always be you know relied on to fire up wales will be saying you know remember us and and Italy, well, you know, have actually shown signs of, 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 of trying to win games instead of not being beaten by a lot. So I think there's a hell of a lot to look forward to in the Six Nations. For more from the All Sport Breakfast with Darcy Waltergrave, listen live to News Talk ZB on Saturday mornings or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.